Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Well, hello and welcome everyone. You've made it to the China shop. I'm shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. Kyle's celebrating a big promotion today. He's the new assistant Pokemon hairdresser. How are you doing today, Kyle? I thought those were for guests. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I felt bad that you hadn't had a promotion in a while, so uh, well, I thought you, you've been putting in a lot of extra hours. You really earned it. Well, thank you. It's, it's good to be recognized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, man? <laughs> uh, a little off. Uh, we're trying to do this on Friday instead of Saturday. It's fucking me up. Really, really fucking you up. But hey, at least, uh, you know, you'll have to figure out something else to do tomorrow. Well, maybe it'll be a new normal. Uh, yeah, yeah, we get these out on Friday evenings instead of Saturday evenings. Mm-hmm. Mm, that'd be nice for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, get, uh, you'd get a weekend, too. Yeah, but I don't know what to do with a weekend. I, I... <laughs> crypto, Kyle, crypto. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's... Guess could do that. Oh, yeah, you could trade f- futures on the weekend as well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, come on into the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, hedge against the rage machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way into a complete set of fine china, sharing those ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains and cutting losses. If you're new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out the Knowledge Center on financialneptitude.com, uh, which I just went on yesterday was showing a friend mm. really it's just looking awesome these days man you're doing such a good job keeping up with that website it's Don't, just great wasn't me. always growing <laughs> wasn't me <laughs> thank you laura yes there you uh, go you can also uh you can <laughs> you can also uh check out any of our beginning trading episodes give those a listen we'll have those links in the episode description but the best place to be is on our discord server kyle and i get on there every day it's really just an awesome place to be growing and growing with uh with all of y'all and it's just uh, i love it always warms my heart to log on there and see another string of messages i missed and i need to catch up on right <laughs> when you do join that server go ahead send us a private message or an email with your personal home address or business address so we can send you a smash it yourself mug or shot glass and uh straight from the shop and kyle i think we we did we just get something else new to send people uh yeah the um the beer koozies just showed up today the new mug designs have not shipped yet though okay okay well we got beer koozies now did you mention the resource page when you talked about the knowledge center no oh i meant to and that's the whole reason i brought up the fact that i was on there yeah there's a, a resource page uh diana was showing showing my friend uh all of the definitions and the the lingo and the jargon uh, the resource ones is the one that has the links to all the like charting tools and any of the stuff that we put in the episode descriptions like uh, it's just a place to collect all those things like how to draw a trend line or what's a cup and handle like anytime we post those on the website we're trying to trying to collect them all in one spot so that way they're easier to find oh it's awesome awesome glad glad that there's a one one place that those get collected on yeah we should have done that a lot sooner <laughs> 
been a lot easier than going back through and listening to every episode again. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of effort. <laughs> it's a labor of love. Okay, so where are we at here? Uh, I have no idea. I think uh, I think it's time for some show news. Oh, all right, we can do that. Uh, let's see. This week we've got Matt Rayner. He is a certified financial planner, so we've got two of those in a row. Yes. Which wasn't supposed to work out that way, but we had to reschedule him when I was having uh, some back issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, the week after that, we'll have Caleb, the crypto guy, Dan's friend. Uh, December, Rich Friesen's back. And then James McIns, founder of Odd Burger. And still working on planning the uh, super bonus episode. We've got some more guests committed. Just trying to get everything scheduled. It's going to be real hectic uh, editing for Dan. So <laughs> I'm apologizing for that now in advance, but it should be a really good episode. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I really, really am. Also in news, uh, we did sponsor Team Mandalore. Uh, one of our listeners uh, runs a, uh, what you, a bike gang, I guess you can say. <laughs> a biker gang. <laughs> <laughs> biker gang. <laughs> Mountain bikes, so it's, it's, it's more uh, endearing. <laughs> Yes, yes. But they do uh, they do a really awesome thing where they, they sponsor uh, little girls and younger uh, people. They call them the foundlings. Uh, so part of our donation is going to be sending three of these girls to a weekend retreat at a bike park that's going to be closed completely for them, let them get breakfast, hot chocolate, morning skills clinics. Oh, that's awesome. And we should be getting an embarrassing video out of it, too. So really looking forward to that. Hell yeah. But we'll put a link to that page, too, because... Uh, really like this uh what they're doing there so if anybody else wants to to join in with us uh you'll find the link in the description yes please do please do i'm excited to see the embarrassing video very very happy to be part of of helping uh people have a good time and and expand their skills in any way especially if it's outside (laughs) (laughs) right right (laughs) doing a physical activity i'd like to sponsor five children to get better at typing on their iphones I like to just buy everyone an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So, so uh, we got good stuff coming up on the show. We got a great, yeah, definitely have that link in the episode description for anybody to follow and, and donate along with us. Uh, it's for a great cause, getting kids outdoors. But sit back. We have got a vast, venerable, verbose show for you today. Plenty of market moving news, stocks on the radar, and more options than toes at a foot farm gross feet are nasty i don't know i i, I didn't write anything down that was just the first thing that popped in my head because i was looking at my bare foot it's better when you plan <laughs> off to a roll this friday is messing with me too i know uh, reach out to us folks we love your messages and comments on twitter and facebook and discord we have uh, that link to the discord in the episode description or if you're old school just send an email to two bulls that's the number two bulls at financial or if uh if you're so inclined you can also give us a phone call 725 22 bulls 725 22 bulls uh maybe you got a hot stock tip maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made or maybe you were just hitchhiking through oregon and the cops start hassling you and hunting you through the woods and you've got a strike back you already did, Rambo. Damn it! <laughs> I didn't watch anything this week. <laughs> uh, we did get a well, message, though, didn't I'll... we? Maybe we should play that. Ooh, we did get a message on the old answering machine. Let's uh, let's let's give that a listen. Yes, my name is from the PK 
and UPS store. You guys had sent out an, a package to California back on the 4th. We were calling to see if you had maybe a street address for a because uh, unfortunately they cannot deliver to a box number. If you could, just give us a call back and let us know what's, if you have a, that address. Thank you, and have a nice day. Bye. Oh. Okay. Right. Well, so... so uh, <laughs> Maybe we need a real address for this guy then. If you're listening, please send us your your actual address, and we'll make sure oh, you get that mug sent to you. Kyle, I I uh, I I bleeped out his name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! I'm. I thank you. Thank you, Don, for reaching out. Uh, you know, we always love it when our fans talk to us. Only six more messages until we get the big winner for caller number nine. <laughs> caller number nine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, all right. Well, Kyle. Should we do a bet? I made, I made a bad bet pick. I know you did. I knew it when you made it. <laughs> when I made it. But I don't care. Yeah. I'm, you're not catching me. <laughs> you know what? There is a level of demoralization when, like, you start out the month so strong and I don't. It's like, eh, well, none of this matters. <laughs> I'll just pick random, too. <laughs> I'm not going to catch him. He's going to put big, you know, good stop losses in. I, yeah, it should be, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I picked PEI. Uh, mm. Opened at dollar forty nine. It hit my stop pretty quick at a dollar forty. Well, at least you had a good stop. Uh, yeah, I should have done it even tighter. Jesus, you should have shorted it. I should have shorted it. I would be doing. I'd be. I'd be closing in. When you said that you were trying to pick the bottom on this thing, like I was gonna, you know, bottom pickers get stinky fingers. Isn't that the uh, the saying? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've been I've been off my game for a little while for, for, for a little bit. I'm trying to get back on it. Anyway. Bought my back total from four seventy two ninety nine down to four hundred forty four dollars forty two cents. So no no special bonus for getting quadruple four fours, but uh, you know there I get to look at it at least on the paid piece of paper. Was it four forty four forty two or four forty forty two? Yeah, four forty four was my uh, my calculations. It opened at dollar forty nine. I'm sweating at my forty. Um, so four forty four forty two. Quadruple yeah. fours. Right. Four fours. Yeah. Okay. I had Live Nation open the week at one thirteen oh seven. I was shorting it. It was strong most of the week until Friday when it finally started to drop. It was below one ten at one point, but it ended up closing at one twelve fifty two. Uh so that I think I made like three dollars on it. <laughs> Took my total up from five ninety nine fifty eight to six oh two fifty. Oh, Nice. Yeah. Kicking my ass. <laughs> and then Random had uh, AUDC. Was that Audacity? Is that Audacity? I, Is that what I we're don't. using to record too? <laughs> I don't think they're a publicly traded company. Oh, Audio Codes. It's Audio Codes. Uh, they opened at 3632, closed at 3567, which takes Random down to 487.63. So you might still be able to beat Random if you take things seriously. Oh, well, that's <laughs> been my problem my whole life, not taking things seriously. Jesus. And if you stick around to the end here, we've actually got a special Random brought to us by a listener yes listener bet pick Ooh, i'm excited it's the first yeah that's right listeners now you can kick my ass at stock picks <laughs> yeah try picking on a monday yeah you have to buy on a monday that's yep madness anyway <laughs> all right should we uh move along talk about some news yes please well we all know why we're listening today 
the sharpest person with the weak to replace. So sit back, we got some market affairs. Get some stories for the fools and the bears. Clowns running companies, laws change overnight. Here we are. It's time for China Shop News. Yeah, now it's time for China Shop News. Hey Kyle, remember remember the Fed tapering? Yeah, the thing they just announced. Yeah, yeah. Well, it might not be enough. Already? <laughs> Already. Uh, Vice Chair Richard Clarita, one of the Fed's vice chairmen, uh, uh, announced at a, a their Fed the Fed's 2021 Asia Economic Policy Conference that it may well be appropriate at the at the December Fed meeting to have a discussion about increasing the pace at which we are reducing our balance sheet. So inflation's not transitory anymore. Is that, uh, <laughs> is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Clarita noted the upside risk to already high inflation, uh, but he added that the economy is in a very strong position, so we can we can handle it. All right. Rapid improvement in the labor market, deteriorating inflation data pushed me towards favoring a fast deteriorating inflation data. Does that mean inflation's getting worse or that inflation's eroding away? It's a funny turn of phrase. That's a good question. <laughs> let me let me call him. Let me text him real quick. All right. Let me know what he says. <laughs> uh, that's that's Fed Governor Christopher Waller uh, yeah. saying that. I'm surprised that they're saying it publicly. All shocks tend to be transitory and fade away. By this logic, the Fed should never respond to any shocks, but sometimes it does, as it should. (laughs) (laughs) That sentence makes no sense, Waller. Why are we listening to this guy? (laughs) All right, so they uh, they might be increasing the speed of the taper. Yes. This this, This was announced a couple days ago, wasn't it? Or was this today? I thought I heard somebody speaking about inflation being worse than they thought, like kind of like breaking the tone that Powell had been setting. I thought that was either yesterday or Wednesday. This article dropped today. Okay. The one, the one I'm reading. That doesn't yeah. mean it happened today. Just uh, the 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 Reuter, the Reuters story that we'll have a link to. Everything that we've been seeing though makes it sound like the Fed's starting to slowly change their tune. Yeah on what inflation is it's not doesn't seem to be as transitory as they thought initially yes you know when i started out my life as an adult poor i told myself this is a transitory poorness right um and it's (laughs) it's still there it's still transitory you know but uh you know i'm hoping hoping the fed will start buying my bonds and stocks (laughs) time is an illusion yeah you get in that quantum entanglement shit it's all happening together simultaneously so uh what else we got nothing is transitory (laughs) (laughs) um i've got a story that popped up today too that i feel like we need to talk about i'm gonna try to not step on any of the landmines that this brings with it but uh apparently uh europe is getting hit pretty hard with the covid lockdowns our covid cases spiking again oh yeah um, and even Austria, I think, has announced like a full a full lockdown taking effect on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first one, and they're saying that uh, it's going to include both vaccinated and unvaccinated, and will last for ten day minimum, but could be extended another ten days. Ooh. So this is the first one to happen, and it all kind of started slow like that before, right? Yep. I think that's what uh, I was listening to George talk about this. It made the point that uh, like when they started in America, it was supposed to be like a couple weeks just to just to flatten the curve. And then like a year later, we're still dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, this could be not good for, for the markets if uh, if more more countries start to follow suit with this. So it's definitely something we want to keep an eye on. 
Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, even if it's just even if if, we, if it just stayed in Europe, the 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 drop in demand for glo- for the goods that Europe consumes is going to affect everybody. Well, hopefully it'll weaken the supply crisis. Oh, right. <laughs> Maybe allow some people to catch up with their orders. Well, nothing's going to Europe. Let's move it everywhere else. I doubt that'll happen. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> anyway, what else you got for uh, for news, Dan? Um, now that the uh, the $1 trillion infrastructure bill has become law, the current uh, Biden administration is now setting their sights on the Build Back Better Act. Biden's Build Back Better Biden's Build Back Better Act. <laughs> Taking classes from you in alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, come by some Biden's Build Back Better Act. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> the uh, the thing that caught my eye is potential tax incentives for buying uh, electric vehicles, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they're they're talking about a uh, $7,500 tax credit just to purchase an EV. Mm-hmm. And then an extra five hundred dollars if that vehicle's battery is made in the U.S. Oh, and then and then an additional forty five hundred dollar tax credit if the vehicle's assembled domestically with union labor. Huh. Which apparently Toyota has called blatantly biased and wrong, and Elon Musk is also against it because he doesn't use union labor. Right. Um, it was also interesting too is that uh, Biden, uh, I think he called Detroit like the center of like EV, like the the leaders or, or some some yeah. weird some weird language like that. When like you know Musk is sitting there and like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I did right? that. <laughs> I and I actually kind of agree with them. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that documentary, Who Killed the Electric Car? But they were developing it in the '90s, and it was Detroit that was like, nope, <laughs> cut it. <laughs> Get rid of it. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I don't know about the the actual union thing, but I think if if the car is you know assembled with American labor, like I'm all for the tax credit. Like that's, uh, yeah, that's actually s- something that'll help American jobs. American labor is all you need to just stop there. You're good. Yeah. I, uh, anyway, uh, lots of critics of the bill. That's not obviously not the only thing in the bill. Right. But uh, I I got to say, I love the idea of tax credits for, for getting electric vehicles, more electric vehicles on the road. How much is an electric vehicle now, though? Uh, last time I was looking, the lower range was like 30 to 35 K. Okay, that's not. T- How long ago was that though? Oh, that's true. That would that would have been like a year ago. Ooh, yeah. We should uh, should look at that now because the value of cars has gone up quite a bit lately. <laughs> that's true. There's, there's been a lot of transitory inflation since then. <laughs> <laughs> my my Kia is, is is getting gaining in value somehow. <laughs> is my car worth more this year than it was last year? Uh, so uh, I guess the, the 2022 Nissan Leaf is has a base price of 28,000. That's not too bad. No. No. What does it look like? Is it the size of a leaf blower or is it a decent sized car? No, it kind of looks like a like a sporty futuristic Subaru Outback. Oh, okay. It gets a, about 150 to 200 miles range. Uh, but I mean, like Mini Cooper's got one for 30k. The Chevy Bolt's got one for 32k. Mazda 35. Like everybody's Jumping on board, Hyundai has a thirty-five thousand dollars one. The Ionic. No, it's not terrible. It's- so they're competitive price-wise now. I was going to say the, the to to put the cherry on top of it. I was going to talk about this in in stocks, but I guess it's it it 
it correlates. Uh, Apple is talking about making an autonomous car. Uh, yeah, I did see that. I hope it works better than their stupid map. <laughs> right. God, I don't know how many times uh, that map thing takes me to that. Like trying to go to uh, like a furniture place and like the wife's like, you got to turn left. I'm like, I'm looking. It's right there on the right. I can see it. <laughs> The map says it's a mile this way. Like, no, it's not. It's right there. (laughs) It's not. It's right. (laughs) Apple Maps is stupid. (laughs) Oh, it it really is. Uh, But and on that news, uh, I mean, especially this the the infrastructure bill that included charging stations. Mm -hmm. Apple saying autonomous car. Uh, it's actually caused a bump in uh, some different stocks, uh, AEVA, AVA Technologies, InnoViz Technologies, INVZ, Ouster, O-U-S-T, and then uh, we even have some actual other electric car companies that people are speculating Apple might just buy, mm-hmm. like Lucid Group, LCID, Rivian, R-I-V-N, Heisen Motors, H-Y-Z-N, uh, Fisker, F-S-R. Yeah, Aurora Innovation AUR. So, so a lot of a uh, lot of fun EV action happening right now. Now that we're building charging stations, and we might be getting t- big, big old tax credits for buying them. Uh, it definitely whew, that industry is starting to really explode. All right. Well, I've got one other story. If you're ready to uh, to move on to some marijuana, yes, always, always. Hold <laughs> on, let me get my pipe. Uh, find it here. Uh, so the CEOs of like pretty much every major American cannabis industry or uh, uh, cannabis companies gotten together and they're uh, they're trying to push President Biden to fulfill his campaign promise of decriminalizing cannabis and granting a blanket pardon to all nonviolent marijuana offenders. Yeah, I didn't realize that Biden was like running on this platform saying that he was gonna that he was going to decriminalize it. And I mean, it shows you how much I pay attention to politics, but I was, I was just going to say who was, who was paying attention this last presidential election cycle to any of the (laughs) the details of their policies. I know, right? (laughs) Nobody. It was brand versus brand. I mean, that's what politics is these days. It's been two years and the, the Democrat stranglehold on the, uh, the Congress is starting to look a little less, uh, sure. And a lot more, a lot lot more tentative. Uh, (laughs) If it was ever even there. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the Senate one has always been kind of iffy, just because it's a fifty fifty split right now. But the uh, the House is even looking like it's getting closer to flipping. So if they want to push this thing through, unless they can get Republican support, uh, like they need to do it now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I had expected it to happen by now, mm-hmm. and I'm really sad that it hasn't. Pot stocks are, uh, oof, they're not doing too great. Yeah, I think uh, everyone was expecting this to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And the, like, the longer it doesn't happen, the more people are like, "Okay, I'll sell my fucking pot stock." And then they still make money. They need to do something. They have to do something. It's ridiculous that an industry generates eighteen billion dollars in revenue and is illegal. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway. And is illegal. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. All right. Uh, should we move on, or do you have any other stories? I got some stories, but they're all about the amazing, inimitable Sue Pullen. Some loans are just a big mistake, and up over your head. Drowning in those rates and fees, someone left unsaid. Sue's the right kind of lender to find the thing that fits your needs And you just have to call her, cause you know that she was born to be She's a loan maker, dream banker, debt saver, 
won't you call her up and see She's a loan maker, dream banker, debt saver Won't you call her up? Got a lot of cash sitting around that uh, you don't know what to do because you've been making money listening to us? Maybe it's time to, uh, to put that into some real estate. Sue can help. Because Two Bulls in a China Shop is proudly brought to you by Sue Pullen at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender. Sue Pullen can help you get that cash into a house. <laughs> she can turn money into houses. It's crazy. It's, it, I've seen her do it as a party trick. I've also seen her turn houses into money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's, she's just a sorceress. Yeah. Her powers know no bounds. Uh, she's a certified mortgage advisor focusing on finding the right product for you and your needs. She's got over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners, whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even reverse mortgages, Sue will help. And and Kyle, I, I, I look forward to the day when I say tens of thousands of homeowners. Right. Uh, she's licensed in 27 states. Oh, that number is, that's probably already there, by the way. Tens of thousands? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm sure. That's awesome. I've seen her order book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so reach out, see what Sue can do for you. Best way to reach her, just give her a call, 520-977-7904, or you can shoot her an email, S-P-U-L-L-E-N, at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number, 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number, 206048. That email again is spullen at fairwaymc.com, and that phone number, 520-977-7904. See what Sue can do for everyone, including yourself. Sue operates within the physical realm. Nothing about her job is magic or her methods. <laughs> or metaphysical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two Bowls of Cheddar Shop is also proudly affiliated with the Trade Pro Academy. Trade Pro. Trade Pro Academy is an educational platform that offers institutional trader development programs to new and experienced independent traders. Uh, working on uh, new updates to that, too. If you've uh, been taking the futures courses like we have, hopefully, uh, and then soon uh, after the in the beginning of 22 i think is when we're supposed to start seeing those coming up i know jory's been working on them behind the scenes uh, they got a great staff of highly knowledgeable and successful traders and we know because we've talked to them all on this show yes you can find them online at tradeproacademy.com or you can use our affiliate link in the episode description uh if you join that discord too we've got discount code and links that get you a solid hardened one negotiated 10 percent off yes and it's worth it. Oh yeah. I mean, I was just, we, we started going back and looking at the, 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 the stocks that we've been picking. Like uh, we do mm -hmm. the next segment coming up here and we look at the ones that we're watching, we got our eyes on and been posting those on Fridays. So I've done two versions of it basically since we started doing that segment. Uh, and we've been picking some really good fucking stocks, Dan. Hell yeah. A year a year ago, we were not doing this. No. A year ago, it was like, hey, everybody's talking about this on Reddit. <laughs> look at it go up. Buy it. <laughs> Oh no, where'd my money go? Jinko <laughs> <laughs> Solar. Jinko Solar. Hey, this one's got earnings coming up. Maybe they'll crush it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's gambling. Don't do that anymore. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, we've come a long way uh, in the year that we've been doing this show. And, ah, man, it's nice to see it all finally starting to come together. Yeah. And it's, it's all thanks to technical analysis learned from TradePro. Uh, not just TradePro, every other guest that we've had on, too. I think every guest that we've had has taught uh, us something. They're all so good. I love our guests. That's why I'm excited about this year-end show. Me, too. Is, is I, I, I really do want to talk to all these people again. They've all been such great resources of knowledge. <laughs> and everybody's so willing to share their knowledge. Yeah. They're just, yeah, okay, yeah, here, here. I learned this. You should learn it, too. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought stock traders were like stuffy, selfish people. No, uh, no, not really. No, 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 they're not. Not the ones we talk to anyway. No. Nope. All right. Speaking of stocks, Kyle. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
lost my shit. I honestly, Kyle, I thought you were fucking with me in the pre-call when we were talking, and you were like, "Got any stocks you want to talk about that you're looking at?" I'm like, "Yeah, my the first one. Talk about Capital One, COF." And you're like, "Yeah, that's that's one of mine." Yeah. It's like, no, you're fucking lying. <laughs> TSM was my other one. Yeah. <laughs> And then I, and he's like, got any others? I'm like, TSM. He's like, yeah, that's my other one. I'm like, bullshit, you're fucking with me. <laughs> well, let's do the, the story uh, ones first, and then we'll, we'll go on to those two. Okay, all right. Uh, the, the one stock that I was looking at, because I, I saw a news article uh, come out, uh, CVS, the pharmacy convenience store, has announced they are closing 900 of their brick-and-mortar locations. Huh, when did they announce that? Uh, um, I think today. Oh, okay. So it is reacting to that news at the nice down candle? Yeah. I guess pharmacies are on the decline. Now, this is uh, probably good news for Dollar General, but uh, <laughs> they're one of their competitors that doesn't have a pharmacy. <laughs> I did not load up the Dollar General chart. I did load up the CVS chart, and they were at their high for the year right after, you know, they had great earnings at the beginning of the month. Not an all-time high. Yeah, okay. I see that. I'm looking. I just scroll out, too. Yeah. It got up to like ninety six fifty seven, uh, and and just looking at their chart, it's at where we want it to hold us support. Yeah, ninety two twenty five. Yeah, the wick of the can today's candle touched that uh, that that bottom of that support and pulled back up off of it. But I don't know if it's going to hold off of news like and there's a little shut down. There's a small gap below, below too. Yeah, from ninety two twenty five. Uh, sorry, nine. I mean, it's not much of one, but it's a dollar gap. Yeah, but yeah, you'd expect that to that gap to get closed, uh, filled. So uh, if that uh, ninety two quarter doesn't hold, then where are you where are you looking for the next support? There's uh, on the volume profile. There is support at ninety one, but below below that, looking at eighty nine, uh, and won't it won't see? I don't think it's going to see really strong support till it gets down to eighty five, eighty six. I think eighty seven fifty ish, somewhere around there, is probably the strongest. Looking at the daily. Yeah, yeah, because it had that double top. Yeah, right at eighty seven fifty. Yeah, then, so so that would be that would be my target for the downside. Uh, gonna keep an eye on it. I might pick up uh, some puts if the volume picks up because it it did have some decent volume today. Just remember, you want to see the break and then retest if you're uh, you're playing the buy the dip strategy. I'm not saying that for you. I'm saying that for the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, no, that's always the higher probability. Yep. So what you want to see is you want to see for that sure. 92 quarter fail as support, so the price drop below it, then come back up and retest it, and that's when you get your entry. Yeah. If if it breaks 92.25 and retests it, and that support becomes resistance, like that's a that's a good move. Yep. That's what we look for. I've got one that was uh, submitted to us by Shano on the Discord, a story about Ford. Mmm. We've talked to Ford Z before. Uh, we've talked about Ford a few times. I actually just had some of my shares called away. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> uh, there, uh, Ford and GM are stepping into the uh, the semiconductor business. So That's crazy to yeah, me. Well, I mean, it makes sense, uh, and they rely so much on it. I mean, how many... How many stories have we seen about automakers having to shut down production because they couldn't get chips? Right. I guess it's like McDonald's making their own ketchup packets. Like, um, Yeah, there you go. Vertical integration. On Thursday, Ford outlined their uh, strategic agreement with U.S.-based semiconductor manufacturer Global Foundries, ticker GFS, mm-hmm. developed chips, a uh, pack that could eventually lead to joint U.S. production. And then GM later said it was forging ties with some of the biggest names, including Qualcomm and NXP semiconductors. Mm. Uh, uh, has agreements in place to co-develop and manufacture chips. 
Okay. So looking at Ford. Ford, I was still watching this because I think Ford has a gap to fill too. Or it did. All right, do you have the Ford chart pulled up? Uh, No, maybe not. No, it doesn't. I'm looking at it now. No, it doesn't. I don't know why I thought that. I'm looking at the weekly candle chart. Yeah. And last week and this week are both uh, dojis at the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This definitely looks like it's getting ready to drop. So I'm and and look looking at that, just looking at market structure. Uh, I think I think if it starts to drop, we're looking for sixteen twenty sixteen dollars to sixteen twenty five. It range to be uh, support for the next uh, tear tear upward. I have eighteen, but only because if you go back to two thousand thirteen fourteen, there was a double top there. But so much time has passed <laughs> from that that uh, I wouldn't count on that to. <laughs> I wouldn't count on that to hold as much anymore. I, I, yeah, sixteen fifty is probably <laughs> a stronger, stronger one. Yeah, and and this look one looks like it's following market structure pretty darn good. If you go back to to March, it had that high at like thirteen and a half, dipped down, hit up to sixteen, dipped down to like thirteen. Mm-hmm. area held as support and then it's just taken off from there. I've had my levels drawn on here for a while, and they've all been working out pretty well. Yeah. So yeah, keep an eye on that. Uh, what are we watching for? Nineteen, I say, is the break. Yes. Oh, totally. Hundred percent agreement. Nineteen uh, below nineteen. I think it's going to catch at sixteen. I think it's got a ways. All right. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen in a day and be all clear and clean. But no, this is uh, this is one that if you want to try to play options on it, you want you want to buy yourself a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For um, sure. All right. Should we? Uh, should we talk about Capital One? Yes, let's talk about Capital One. I, I what what put it in in my eyes? It's it's actually been on my my uh, trading view watch list for a while. Me too. Um, I think I added it when you mentioned you were watching it. I went back and drew some trend lines on it, and I pulled it up today, just looking through all of my everything on my watch list to see what stands out. This one definitely stands out. <laughs> It it popped up on a Finviz screener. I was, I was showing uh, uh, Ryan, one of our Discord users. Uh, I was over his house and I was showing him Finviz screeners, mm-hmm. and uh, it it popped up on a, a descending triangle uh, search for their technical analysis. Uh, almost looks like a massive head and shoulders kind of. It does to me. That's that's why I found it interesting. But it's saying like the uh, it's got the bottom. I think at one forty eight, one forty nine. Mm-hmm. range and then uh the current triangle would then be from its two tops or from, from the tops 178 yeah not not a strong triangle yet but uh ooh, it's really it's really threatening a fall well when i first started looking at this stock i had a, a support line drawn at uh 151.90 i think is where it ended up lining up and then when i was looking at it today i saw where uh kind of gapped down from that earnings bounced off of that support and then hit it again and now it's below that trying to get above it again yep that's why it stood out to me because now that support has turned into resistance this is the point where you want to try to grab it mm-hmm. write it down to what looks like uh, you probably get it all the way down to maybe 135 below 140 for sure one one thirty five was last time I drew a line down there. There's also uh, there's also a little gap too. It's also another gap on this one uh, around the one forty to one forty two area. Yeah, and it didn't spend much time. Yep, going from one one forty up to to one fifty. You know, not a ton of volume, real thin volume in that area. Yeah, so there's not really much to hold it to support it when it goes through it again. Yeah, I almost wish I had caught this earlier in the day to, to know, pick right? up some puts today. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we'll see how it reacts on Monday. We can. Yeah. We we take an extra day of uh, information. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next high volume move lower. I I'm I'm really am gonna look to try and get on board. Yeah, me too. The uh the put put train on Capital One Financial. All right. The other one that we both uh, found, oddly enough, uh, is uh, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, TSM. Uh, this one's in, I mean, I've been watching this one because it's just been banging around in this channel, and I was actually just waiting for the opportunity to bring it up. Oh, yeah. Because you can either just try to play the range where, where it's sitting right now, is you'd want to buy puts and try to ride it all the way back down to 108 area. Uh-huh. Or if it breaks above this 125, then you're looking to get long and hopefully see if we can retest that 142, maybe push do all-time high yeah and if you you know zooming out on the weekly this range looks like it's just a long-term consolidation from that new all-time high Mm -hmm. right yep you had you had the the impulse from 80 up to 140 and then it's pulled back to 100 and it's been going from well 108 to like kyle said 125 yeah just bouncing back and forth since fucking march yeah it's been doing it for a while (laughs) so I actually think I actually think this is about to, to break out. I in this one for for a long long play. But you know, if you're a trade pro, you're not just counting on one way or the other. You're no, watching. You wait for for, for waiting for the move to the happen. Confirmation. Yeah. Let the let the market tell you what it wants to do and ride that momentum. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been doing pretty good since beginning of October. Higher highs, lower lows. So. They're higher highs, higher lows. Yep. Yeah, I really, really like I in this one, especially with all the semiconductor shortages mm-hmm. um, in the, in the news. Any any semiconductor company can. I mean, well, let's face it, the price of GPUs shooting up. We know that they're just making more money with every chip they do produce. They should be at this point. <laughs> they, they should. Oh, they're if terrible they're not, businesses, they're, and, <laughs> and the stock's gonna yeah. go down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, Ford and GM are going to drive it down by doing their own. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I was wondering. Enough semiconductors. New capacity starts opening up. Um, that might take a dent out of their stranglehold. But they're, I think, the main supplier of uh, AMD. And I know that they were working on a deal, too, with Intel. But I'm not sure if that ever actually went through or not. Uh, there's one other stock that uh, I was going to bring up. Uh, and this because user on YouTube, uh, Pop Squash, asked us to take a look at it. And that's... Equestive Therapeutics he said that he thought that there was a bunch of catalysts coming out on this, and it was a stock that he really liked. Uh, when I what's the what's the ticker? Uh, AQST. So when I shared it with them, I had a I drew a level at that six thirty seven where that uh, looks like a three times it's tested that area but wasn't able to break above, and then I had another level drawn out at five fifty is where I thought it would find support. And it looks like it did find that support there. I wasn't wanting to, I wouldn't want to buy this uh, unless it broke above that uh, 637 level. Mm. But it did uh, did find support at that 550, which is uh, encouraging to see. Uh, we'll see if it can continue up now and rechallenge that, that level. But that's what I would be watching, especially if you wanted to go long on it. Yeah, yeah. Let me look at the daily instead of the the weekly yeah it did it did find that support right at 550 and it lines up with the other top yeah so uh, if uh, that 550 failed i had another level drawn out at like 470 ish somewhere in that area yeah which should be another and then ultimately all the way down at three yeah that's where i'd really want to buy it <laughs> <laughs> well i think if it gets to three i don't want it anymore i think at that point you're uh <laughs> 
I mean, at this point, it's still on a downward trend. If you if you scroll out and look, it's still on a downward trend. If you draw a line from the uh, September 10th of 2020, you can draw a line on the. Let me uh, let me put that on there actually. So it did break out of that downward trend. Oh, had a big gap from 750 down to five. Yeah, look how nicely it filled it gap. too. Yeah. So it's it get pretty quick. Yeah, the the downward trend it had been on that structure has been broken. But it still needs to make a higher high, so really you want to see it clear seven dollars to at least clear one of those peaks and and then make a lower low or a higher low. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All time low at a dollar fifty. <laughs> well, it's a it's a bio company, so those ones are those ones are uh, definitely a lot more volatile. Really volatile. <laughs> yes. You have to be careful with those because uh, yeah, if they're ten year study suddenly goes to shit, then <laughs> technicals don't matter. <laughs> that stock is going away. It it does zoomed out looking at the weekly. It does it does look like we've turned like like it's beginning to do a cup and and we might see the handle form right now. Ah, interesting. Remind me to put those in the description. Call it rounded bottom, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, rounded uh, bottom looks more. I, I think that's a better. I do like trying to catch this for the long, and I I also ag- agree with you. I want to see it. Well, ultimately break eight, but you know I want to see it break that. Yeah, six dollar range and retest where it's at now. At least it has to break through six thirty seven. Uh, ideally, at least I'd like to see it break seven and then challenge that eight. Yes. Yeah, last thing I'll say is uh, uh, we still have the 20-day moving average under yes. the 100, but it is pointed, it, it is closing in. So mm-hmm. this could be the beginning of uh, beautiful things for AQST. All right. Well, thank you to Pop Squash for bringing that to our attention. We'll uh, make notes of this one and follow up on it in a month. All right. All right. Should we uh, hit some earnings and, and move on? Yeah, let's talk about some earnings. Model's always been when I'm right, it's right So I'll wait and watch the charts and the change in price When the movement's mostly finished at the end of the day And we know the coming earnings gonna move it my way Skyrockets in sight Earnings call to light Earnings call to light Well, there's not much <laughs> Uh, 22nd, we've got Zoom. On the 23rd, we've got Dell, Hewitt Packard, HPQ, uh, Best Buy, BBY, and Dollar Tree. On the 24th, we've got Ooh. Deer, John Deere, DE, and Futu, F U T U, F U T U. Nothing mm-hmm. of note on Thanksgiving or Black Friday. And we're getting into that dead spot of earnings, so it should be safe to trade again here soon. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> I do. I do hate seeing the the earnings pop up. Like when I'm looking at a chart, I'm like, I love it. And I'm like, oh, earnings in three days. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> can you delay that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, put put it put it off a couple weeks so I can make this sweet sweet trade. Okay, is it time to talk crypto? I think so. Look at the news. What do you see? The cult of cryptocurrency. I know you're greedy. I know you need. You need that Bitcoin, either NFT. Cult of cryptocurrency. All right. I only have one crypto story. 
Uh, good, because it's one more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I, I do have... I'll start off with a personal story. I put $5 in uh, Shibu coin, Shibu Inu. Oh, yeah? However you pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it go from $5 down to $4.5. Nice. I moved it over to Ethereum. You're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ten percent drop in three days. All right. Lucky it's only five dollars. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to dip my toes in crypto. Yeah, I've been doing the same thing. It's a big big story I came across. I don't know it's a big story. There's probably bigger stories, but uh, the story I came across that made me chuckle. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz had has introduced a bill to repeal the uh, crypto provision in the one trillion dollar infrastructure package. He said it's a devastating attack on the crypto industry, and he mm -hmm. urges his colleagues in the Senate to repeal this harmful language that will create regulatory uncertainty and, in turn, <laughs> an unnecessary barrier to innovation. And it's uh, I I was like, what the what the hell? Crypto's under attack. Yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> He, he's it's the fact that you have to report your information to the irs now what yeah well that's, that's what he wants to undo the, the the problem with it was the the definition of the broker or the term broker it was mm. it was way too loose the way it was just de um defined so the people who would have to report that information to the irs or people that would never collect that information some of them it could be the way the law was read uh, i don't know if i call it a devastating attack but it was definitely it seemed like a bit of an oversight like it almost yeah, seems like yeah, the which, government doesn't understand crypto at all they clearly don't <laughs> i don't is it a currency or is it an asset or is it a security <laughs> Is it a, is it a floor wax or a dessert <laughs> topping? <laughs> well, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, so there is a little sum to, to what he's he's trying to get fixed, but I don't know that repealing it isn't necessarily the right answer. But yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, he he wants to strike all the crypto language. Mm, uh, I mean, I don't know. Come with something better. Maybe then you'll get it changed. Right. I mean, what's he gonna do? Define crypto? Like, yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Somebody needs to. <laughs> Somebody does need to. It's, but nobody's going to try and do that because that's hard. It's right. easy to just remove language somebody else put, but it's hard to be like, okay, let me define crypto for you. <laughs> I did come across George uh, from Trade Pro Academy when we were listening to uh, one of the future Zooms calls. He brought up the idea of purchasing a node on the Ethereum network. Ah, uh, yes. And that's got me really intrigued, Kyle. I'm really into that idea. I really was liking that idea, or at least what he was saying, because it sounds like what you do, what you're doing then, is if you purchase that node, you're collecting all the gas fees for all the transactions. Mm-hmm. And that sounds awesome, especially with as high as Ethereum's transaction fees are. So that's something we need to look up. Let's uh, let's make it a point to talk about that on next week's episode after we yep. actually do a little bit of research about what it takes to do that. Yeah, and if any of uh, listeners out there have any insight into that, please reach out to us. Let us know. We would love, love, love that information. Yes, please tell us. Yes, because we are very interested in hearing more about this. Passive income yep. through crypto. I mean, I'm ready to rob a bank to, to get the seed money. <laughs> Wait, uh, I'll bleep no, that. No, don't do that. <laughs> you don't want them playing this at your trial. <laughs> oh, you you would give them the tapes too, you son of a bitch. I don't have them. You don't give them to me. <laughs> That's true. All right, good. Whew. 
All right, so I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. Reach for him, mister. Ah, shit, you got me. God. Oh, it's so ugly. All right, Dad, I'm going to break tradition a little bit here because I think we have a double good for ourselves. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and just commandeer it. Okay. Uh, I was chatting with one of our Discord users who's telling us about one of their one of their friends who's a listener but isn't on the Discord. So, first of all, shame on you. Join the Discord, please. Please, yeah. <laughs> Get your free stuff. But he has been listening to our show. He's a complete newbie. He's been listening to this show for the, about the last six months, it sounds like. Uh, he's a complete newbie when it came to the stock market. But he's, he's managed to run... I think he turned a $400 account into, uh, I think on the le- the third, it was up to 600 So in the six months, he's realized like uh, he had like a 33% return. Is that is that my math right there? It's pretty yeah. fucking good for, for a beginner. Um, that's a 50, 50% return, Kyle. 50%. 50% thank return. you. That's pretty goddamn good return. Yeah. For yeah for somebody who's, uh, who's just getting their feet wet. Be really proud of that, man. We're, we're happy that you... We're happy that you're listening to us and you're finding some success. So it sounds like some of those returns might have fallen off a little bit uh, over this past week. But, you know, hey, still doing good, buddy. Just remember to take some profits. Take your profits. Yeah. Take them when you got them. It does warm my heart, Kyle. It does make me feel good about what we're doing. Because sometimes I get a little stressed at uh, constantly working. Not not stressed at, like, looking at stocks. But, like, putting together content for the show. Yeah. Uh, having having to constantly, like, oh, got to edit another episode. Got to record another phone call. Got to gotta, gotta work, 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 work. But knowing knowing that people are out there learning. That it's just that's the. It makes it worth it. It makes it feel all worth it. Yeah, it's all been worth it. And then you know that's not the first uh, story that we've gotten with that. Uh, that's the first one I think we've gotten permission to share. But yeah, these stories are starting to become a little more common. And you know, thank you guys for for sticking with us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love this little little community we've started in the China shop. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. That is a good. That is a good. All right, now some bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'll lead off with a bad. Yes, please. I let some trading get to me emotionally, uh, uh, yesterday mm-hmm. more than it should have. And it was, I was, I've been making money on Disney puts all week. Yeah. And, and I was like, I, I, I made, I made a move in to some Disney puts and I was like, all right, if it breaks $156, I'm moving out. And price went from you know i bought them at like a dot at, at 155.50 and then like it's going up and down it's going up and down and it goes up and it hits it breaks 156 gets to 156.08 i dump them and that was the peak of that pullback and it uh, proceeded to go right back to fucking falling uh, and i shouldn't have been hard on myself but like i spent an hour so angry at myself for following my plan like i shouldn't feel bad for following my plan like obviously 156 was the level (laughs) like maybe i should have let it breathe a little more but i followed my plan i got out when i told myself was when to get out but uh i was i was really i was bummed at myself for a bit for that the other thing yeah you gotta remember too that we don't have the benefit of hindsight when we're having to make these decisions right now like you can't judge your yeah. your moves based on what happens after you made the move you're you have to act yeah. with the best information you have available and at the time that information was telling you that it was best to protect that capital the trade was no longer high probability yeah I, yeah so i had something well. similar <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> I was going to talk about the, the the rest of those visa calls that I had that uh, went to shit. But actually, Coke, uh, I, I bought a bunch of puts on Coke, $55 puts, that I had a stop loss uh, active on. I think it was a trailing stop that kicked me out right before it made the move that I've been waiting for. Mm. So I kind of had the same thing. Yeah, that was kind of distressing me. I've been posting it all week. Hope somebody else got paid on this because I didn't. Because <laughs> I didn't. God damn it. Like, uh, yeah, that can be really frustrating. Sometimes you have to walk away from that chart for a little bit too. Yeah. Find another stock and then uh, try to find the next best trade on that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What was your... Uh, and it, for uh, me, it's it's just hard separating the emotions from the process. It's really hard for me to do. Yeah. Uh, well, you're human. Yeah. I am human. Which brings me to my ugly. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, I still, I still struggle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to future sim trading because I keep fucking losing my shit and and revenge trading mm. like a gambler. And uh, I gotta, I gotta stop it. I gotta fucking put the kibosh on it. I gotta take some time, step back, and fucking breathe and sim trade and try and build fucking good steady habits. You might even just go back and do like a week of observation again. Yeah. If you're having bad habits start because yeah you don't want to sim bad habits too it's true it's true you know i think i think that's a really good point and maybe maybe i'll do that maybe i'll even do two weeks i don't know mm -hmm. um i that's, that's just it is uh i put myself in a position where i, I felt subconsciously the need to rush and to, to do it right now and get it right now right and and that's been bad for me too so uh yeah i think i will go back to just watching uh for for at least a week and, and then and, and like ease back into it because oh man well, bad habits are killer, and I need to get rid of them. <laughs> if you're doing that, you should completely uh, zone out. I think I was talking with one of the other Discord users who said he had to basically mute everybody else, except uh, except for us, of course. Woo-woo! Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think that's a terrible idea. Uh, drown out all the noise, just focus on you and the charts, uh, to get rid of all yeah. the, the George influence, the other, you know, me, uh, everybody, get rid of everything, and then just focus on you and, and the charts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I refuse to, to give up. I do, too. Being a trader. That's, that's not going to happen. Uh, so I'm going to do it right. Yep. Goddamn right. And it's just that psychology <laughs> game, right? What, uh, was, uh, what was your ugly? My ugly was... Uh, I owe you an apology. I got a little short with you today on the voice chat. <laughs> You were, uh, you, well, you were trying to open up about some of the struggles you were having, and then I ended up missing a trade, and then I got mad. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I basically kicked you off. Well, it's been kind of weighing <laughs> on me a little bit. I think I only took two trades this whole day. Oh. Because I realized that suddenly I was not in the right mental state either. See, I, I walked away from it being like, hey, Dan, Kyle was at work, and you were trying to, like, put your shit onto him. Don't get like, yeah, he he wasn't in the right mindset to talk to you about that. Why'd you fucking throw that on there? <laughs> yeah, but I also didn't need to be kind of like I felt bad about it too. <laughs> I was I was I was a little short with you. I shouldn't have been. I should have just said like, hey, wow. hey, man, I'm uh, I'm working right now. Can we take this offline? <laughs> or, you know something. <laughs> you know I'm I could work, right? Yeah, I could have <laughs> I could have handled that a little better. Oh well, I thank you for saying that, and I feel like I'm obtuse because that went way over my head. Oh well, cut this, and then I'll pick another one. <laughs> I'll rescind my no. apology. <laughs> I rescind that apology, sir. As unnecessary. <laughs> no, no, that's it. You, right. You're stuck with it. Well, let's make a bet and let's get this shit show over. This this love fest. This is getting too. It's getting too lovey dovey. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs>
I gotta pick mine first. I I've been doing so bad this month. My bet picks have been poor. Mm-hmm. And I know that the moment I'm like, I think I should short it, so I'll be long. Like that doesn't work for me. I I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick NNDM Nano Dimension LTD. Ah, interesting. Uh, I I think I think it's. Oh, it's oh, but they got earnings this week. God damn it! No, it could be good. <sighs> you need a catalyst. It could, yeah. So it's it's on a downtrend from the beginning of the month. Uh, it was up at like six seventy five, and now it's down at four eighty five. But it looks like it's finding its support uh, right there, and I'm gonna bet that it is. That sounds like what you said last time. Okay, I'm looking at the chart. I'm gonna talk you out of this one. Yeah, or I'm gonna try to. Uh, large volume on the dump below the level that you pointed out at like, uh, what was that? 530, the 530 support line somewhere around there. Like it really uh-huh. had a large spike in the, in the dump, uh, the yesterday today. All right. So Kyle, I'm shorting NNDM. Okay. You're shorting it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, here's, here's what I, what I'm looking at is because it's got earnings on the fourth. Mm-hmm. Typically when a stock dumps before earnings, any any kind of neutral to positive news can cause it to to jump. Okay, that makes more sense. But if that's the case, just go long right before earnings. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna go long on the 23rd. There you go. The morning of the 23rd. All right. And uh, I feel like why have a stop loss at this point, right? Oh yeah. I mean, this point, yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's only three days. How much can happen in three days? <laughs> It's true. It's true. All right. There we go. Final answer. I'm going to go long NMDM the day before earnings. Okay. Well, the, well I was going to say, though, before you, uh, you really wanted to take that. Sorry, you, I, we we okay. talked about two beautiful patterns that we've just been watching. Uh, why don't you make a trade on one of those? Because that's what I'm doing. If you're not going to take it, I'm taking Capital One. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fine. I'm shorting Capital One. And I will uh, do take TSM. Do you want to flip the long if it breaks above uh, 126? I or are you going I want to just take it? the long. Yeah. I think it's breaking out. Yeah, I think it's breaking out. So I'm going to look for the long. Um, if it with a with a stop at 121.50, nice tight stop. TSM stop 121.5. Are you going to flip short if it breaks it? Yeah. Yeah, flip short. Nice. I like that. All right. I like that a lot better. All right, I'm going Capital One. Okay. I'm going Capital One. I'm yeah. putting my stop at, uh, let's say, 155.50. Yeah, that's solid. Are you going to have a take profit? I am. I'm going to take half at, let's say, about 145. And then I'll let the rest ride with break even. Yeah, I like it. There you have it. And then uh, we got... Uh, not a random we got a uh, user submitted competition pick we do the fella who has been doing so good at running his portfolio up has submitted cleveland cliffs Ooh, cleveland cliffs do they manufacture cliffs no that's a steel steel company um, let me find the ticker clf clf uh going long he wants to go long all right CLF. well it did uh does have a nice long tail on it on this week has a bit of a double top at 26, and there should be some solid support at 18. I think I'd like it better at 18, but, uh, right. the, but the stock has been dropping, but volumes have also been decreasing on this entire rundown. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so yeah, not a, right. not a terrible pick. 
better than some of the ones we've had. If this thing pops and takes off, we know who to blame. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a name this time. <laughs> and guess what? Yeah. If, no. if we beat it, then uh, we expect mustache pictures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, it's all fun. I have been getting Frank Zappa comparisons more and more and more. Oh, it wasn't just on Discord? It started with Discord. Spack Tigler shared the photo. I put the and, photo up. Uh, he, he's the one who called you Zappa. I, like, yeah, you can see oh, that. Oh, and then you found the photo. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Call me Zappa. Um, and I've had two separate people completely unrelated to the show or the Discord be like, really digging your Zappa vibes, man. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. I gotta, I'm not. I got to post a picture uh, for my birthday dinner. I had the wife take a picture so I could prove that somebody other than her and my daughter saw my mustache. <laughs> right, because you never leave your house. <laughs> so, yes, I have left the house. And, yes, it was embarrassing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. it was funny, too, is I didn't All realize right, it until I was getting in the car. I was like, oh, fuck, I have a mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like oh god damn it Fucking, like you forget uh, it's there if you don't look at yourself in the mirror every day yeah you do you really do <laughs> and then, then i walk by a mirror and i'm like who the fuck's that guy it's frank zappa bitch it's frank zappa what are you doing here <laughs> i hate your music <laughs> uh, anyway all right there you have it uh i got tsm kyle's got cof listener submissions has a clf uh, and you too can submit a bet pick if you want. Just uh, shoot us a message on the Discord or give us a call on the phone or send us an email. You know all the ways. Yeah. Of course you do. Like, subscribe, all the other shit. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. If you hate the show, tell your enemies. It's all good. Well, apparently we need uh, negative <laughs> reviews too. So feel free to leave one of those if you don't like us. But if you oh. made it this far, you probably <laughs> probably don't hate us. You're probably fine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How many people listen to an entire show that they dislike? Yeah, not not me, that's for sure. <laughs> move that to the front. Oh. Uh, <laughs> if that. you hate this, leave a message. <laughs> leave a message. Oh, uh, all right folks, thanks for sticking around to the end. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we love you all so much. Uh, we just have such a great time here. Uh and uh until next time, happy trades. Bye. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.